this summer, surprise yourself in Minneapolis. Even if you know the city well, even if the city is your hometown, Minneapolis is home to rich cultural districts in nearby neighborhoods that are calling you to explore. Plan a visit to a Minneapolis cultural district for unique adventures with music, art, and tasty treats. From the authentic global cuisine on Cedar Avenue, to the local galleries and food paradise of Central Avenue, to the Northside Pride on display on West Broadway, the city will welcome you with its friendly folks and hidden gems. Discover an exciting Minneapolis community that's a bus ride, a bike ride, a car ride, or even a walk away. Go to MPLSCulturalDistricts.org for more information and guide to the districts. It's Not Your Fault is a podcast for parents, caregivers, and young people navigating the world and its challenges. Here's your host, Brandon Jones. Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to another installment of It Is Not Your Fault, a teen mental health podcast. I am your host, Brandon Jones. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about resiliency of teens, resiliency of teens. And like many of the podcast episodes, I get a lot of feedback from parents, caregivers, and I like to bring those uh, questions, those comments, and those concerns on the podcast because if one parent or caregiver or even a youth worker has a question or concern, guess what? Somebody else may as well. We'll get back to the podcast in a minute, but first... Black Beyond Measure honors and elevates Black creators, artists, entrepreneurs, and others in the Black community. Target holds the community front and center, supporting their products, ambitions, efforts, and the people behind them, encouraging them to thrive. Capricia Ambers is a local Twin Cities artist who work can be seen in Target's Diverse Artist Series. Her feature designs include beautiful, bold silhouettes and can be found on throw pillows, doormats, mugs, tumblers, and much more. She finds inspiration from and connection to her city and community. Learn more at target.com slash black beyond measure. And I want to make sure that we continue the dialogue and we help as many people as possible with this platform. So resiliency has been coming up a lot about kids. I've been having conversations with folks around grief, around trauma, uh, historical trauma, intergenerational trauma, Uh, And one of the things that has come up in these conversations is people breaking cycles and young people having more healing conversations around being these cycle breakers, you know, and and unfortunately in the work that I do and the connections that I have, a lot of young people experience a lot of tough things very, very early on in their lives, whether that's the death of a parent or loved one, uh, they may have experienced homelessness, they may have been severely bullied or attacked or abused, uh, all these types of things that end up happening, unfortunately, and these young people are 14, you know, even sometimes as young as nine, 15, 16 years old, these are things that you do not want young people experiencing, but unfortunately, their lives have led to these experiences, and one thing that I've noticed is that even when these experiences have happened, these young people are extremely resilient. They still find time to have joy in their life. They still want to make friends. They have goals. Uh, They have aspirations. And sometimes they need folks like us, parents, caregivers, people who do this professionally, to help motivate and encourage them to keep moving forward. Because what happens was when the trauma takes place, a lot of times people start to identify with the trauma, they start to identify with the negative experiences, and even with those goals, those aspirations, uh, the you know the intelligence and the things that they desire, 
it, 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 they don't always make it to where they want because it's hard to get over that hurdle. So I want to talk about the resiliency and being able to help young people get over that hurdle. And what are just some everyday things that we can do that cost us no money, but definitely cost us time and care to make sure that young people can be resilient. So I'm going to share five things there. All right. So what are my five things? Let me pull them back up. Boom. My first thing is developing your emotional wellness. And if you've been rocking out with the podcast for a while, you know that I've done several episodes talking about something called emotional intelligence, emotional intelligence. There are four core components of emotional intelligence. The first one is self-awareness. The second is social awareness. So being aware of the folks around you, your surroundings, your environments. The next one is uh, self-management, which is, you know, how do you manage yourself? How do you take care of yourself? And then the next one is relationship management. So that is just the easy framework of developing what's known as emotional intelligence. There is a fifth area that is often referenced when talking about emotional intelligence, and that is empathy. And I always find it interesting that empathy is its own area because you would think that empathy would be just kind of built in to those other four areas, and you would just utilize that naturally. You would have to tease that out. But for some people, hey, they've been through so many different things, that does need to be teased out for them. But you're developing your emotional awareness is important. What it does is it allows us to recognize our emotions and our feelings in a healthy way. And it it, it brings up the awareness piece, and it, it uh, influences us to act. So we want to definitely build our emotional awareness. The second the tip that I think is very important is developing support networks. Now, when you're talking to young people, they want to, when they talk about relationships, it's usually the relationships to their parents or caregivers, the person they're dating, and their friend group. Those are the core relationships that they typically want to talk about. All those levels of relationships are important, but sometimes you also might need to have folks like me, professionals, whether it's a case manager, a youth worker, advocate, um, you know, it could be a therapist, a counselor, a principal, a spiritual leader, other people that are in your lives. But young people have to figure out who's going to be in their circle of support. When things are tough, when things aren't really going the way that they want them to go, who can they lean on and ask questions to? And always encourage young people to at least have one trusted adult and one trusted peer. Now, it could be somebody that they know very well or somebody that they just have a passive relationship with, but somebody where they feel comfortable enough to be somewhat vulnerable to get the help that they need. This is what allows people to keep moving when they realize that somebody does care about their experience, somebody does care about what they're going through, and that person's willing to listen and also offer advice if necessary. So the support network is important, and I always recommend at least two trusted people, a peer and an adult, for young people to thrive and keep moving forward. The next one is one that blows my mind that we even have to talk about it, which is developing problem-solving skills. If you think about it, over time, problem-solving skills have changed because the world has changed. A lot of young people don't have the capability to solve problems. Many young people don't do puzzles Many young people don't do complex things that help us use our rational thought processes to work our way through difficulty. And let's be honest, technology, now artificial intelligence, these things have made it easier for folks not to solve problems because they can just go to their device, ask Alexa, ask Siri, whomever, and boom, they can get the answer 
right there in less than three seconds. And that doesn't do a lot for the development of problem solving. But it, it I mean, it is a good tool to use, but it shouldn't be the end all be all. We have to be able to develop the mental capacity, the rationality to solve complex problems. Because what happens is when young people don't have that ability and complexity shows up in their lives, they get overwhelmed, frustrated, anxiety through the roof, and then they want to get, and then they want to shut down, right? They shut down and they don't want to do things. They don't even attempt things. And we know if you want a healthy young person, they have to be able to take some risks. They have to get out of their comfort zone, see new things, meet new people, engage in new information. And when you don't want to do that because you've gone through adversity, you've gone through trauma, you're really limiting your life experience. I can attest to this myself. I don't have many regrets in life, but one of the biggest things that I always think about that I should have did differently was study abroad when I was in college. For folks who don't know what studying abroad is, that is when you're able to go and study in another country. Sometimes they have an internal version of it where you can study in a different state at a different university and you have a different cultural experience. You have a different life experience for a semester or a few weeks where you, and, and it's on the school's dime. <laughs> I mean, they barely pay anything out of your own pocket. What a cool opportunity. But as a young black man growing up in the Twin Cities of Minnesota, I was scared to leave. I was scared. I didn't ride an airplane until after I graduated from college because I grew up in poverty. So what ended up happening was I limited my ability to see the world because I had a lot of fear. And that ends up happening to so many young people. So think about what kind of experience I could have had young early in my life. If I would have took those opportunities, I would have learned different ways of the world and I would learn how other people solve problems and see the world through a different lens. The last thing that I'm going to share with you all before we wrap up today's podcast is encourage goal setting. Encourage goal setting. I said earlier that many young people have goals. They do. They have aspirations. Sometimes for some young people, they're just fantasies. Like they just want these, you know, extreme things. They want a Lamborghini truck. They want all the designer clothes, right? They want the big house with the big pool. Those things are all great. Those things are things we should encourage our children to aim for. But there's a lot of steps that need to be taken before you get there. And that's where goal setting can come in place. I meet so many young people who have these big aspirations for life and things that they desire because they never had it. And one of the saddest things about it is when I ask them, well, how do you plan on getting there? What are we going to do to help you get to that level? The common answer that I get more than anything is, I don't know. <laughs> young people, I don't know, is like a universal code for what do I do? We'll get back to the podcast in a minute. You know that building a successful business takes time. But as your business grows and changes, it feels like time is the one thing you never have enough of. Work with a banker who understands that the right time to get you the financial flexibility your business needs to thrive is right now. Work with Bremer Bank, because understanding is everything. Put us to work for you today at bremer.com. When I walked across that stage at my high school graduation, I was excited, but confused about my next step. Then I walked through the doors at Doherty Family College. Doherty Family College is part of the University of St. Thomas. It's a two-year college that lets you earn an associate's degree and puts you on a path to your bachelor's degree. Classes are small, so I have a personal relationship with professors committed to my success. Like the name says, they treat us like family. They call us scholars because they believe we could do anything we put our minds to. They set us up for excellence with free tutoring, and that's not the only thing that's free. 
laptops, books, even breakfast and lunch, and bus fare. That's part of the package here at Doherty Family College. It's even free to apply. So do like I did. Go to dfc.stthomas.edu and set up a tour. We'd be excited to welcome you to our family here at Doherty Family College. Our mental health is part of our total well-being. We're worthy of joy and self-care. Because when we see mental health, we see a community that cares. www.cmentalhealth.org At General Mills, our table is your table, and we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity. You've been hearing about the need for more mental health care for kids and adults in our community. It's time for you to take a step to be part of the solution. Prairie Care is hiring. One of the nation's largest providers of psychiatric services, Prairie Care is growing and looking for new team members. Come to a job fair on July 18th to find out more about their inpatient hospital expansion and their other services for youth, adolescents, and adults across nine locations. Prairie Care is hiring therapists, registered nurses, psych techs, social workers, receptionists, security officers, and more. Prairie Care is expanding mental health access for youth and young adults, adding 30 new beds at its inpatient hospital. Meet the team of professionals you'll work in collaboration with and learn how you can make a difference with your career. The job fair is July 18th from 11 to 3 at their Edina location. You can register now at prairie-care.com and head to the Career Opportunities page. That's the link at the top of prairie-care.com where you can find all the details. See you on July 18th. And the sad part is a lot of young people really don't know. They really have no clue how they're going to get from point A to point B. And that's why it's important for parents, caregivers, professionals like us to open up that pathway, help them understand these are some of the things that it may take for you to get to that level. And it might not be that big house with the big pool or the Lamborghini truck or the fancy vehicle or any of those things. It might be something else that brings joy to their life, but they have to understand the journey to get there and that it doesn't just happen overnight. Yes, we live in a society that likes to give us the microwave solution, but that does not happen for everybody. And if people can make these things realistic, but it takes a lot more planning, and it's important for us to teach that goal planning to our kids because it doesn't get, it's not taught in, in schools for the most part. So it's up to us to encourage that. If you're, let's say you have a young person, a lot of teenagers right now, they want to drive, they want to get in the car, right? How do you set up a goal to help them? One, get their permit, then get, their li then get their license, then potentially purchase their own vehicle. That can all happen. That can be a reality for so many teens, but it might take a little bit of encouragement from a trusted adult to help them with that goal setting piece. And also with goals, it's important for young people to understand there are short term goals and there are long term goals. It doesn't, it doesn't always have to be an all or nothing thinking, which so many young people have today because they've been in an all or nothing world. And that's what they've been shown. And that's what they've been told over and over is go out there and get it by any means necessary. But sometimes any means necessary means doing something that's erratic, doing something that's dangerous, and that will land them in more trouble than they actually need to be in. So helping them set uh, good goals, making sure that they are, have that encouragement by an adult will help them see the path that they need to be in. So I'm going to throw in a bonus tip. Why not? Let's just do it. Feeling good today. Let's throw in a bonus tip for young people. Allow them to craft their own vision. You want children to be young people, teenagers to be successful, resilient, 
They have to craft their own vision. I meet so many parents that tell people, like they, they just tell people, you need to do this. You need to be in the NFL. You need to be a singer. You need to work for the county. You need to do whatever. And so many young people are doing things that they don't even want to do because they want to make mama happy or they want to make you know somebody in their family proud. And they can make those people proud, but they have to have their own vision because when they're doing things for their own selves, man, they're not going to get anywhere because what ends up happening is they'll lose that motivation because when things get hard, because life gets hard, they're going to stop because that desire is really not their own. It's not internal. It's external. And external desire has not led many people Anywhere good, if you pay attention to a lot of the stories and things that are out there. Like, just go on Netflix, look at all the, you know, cult series and stuff. Those are all external desires that somebody has imposed on another individual that has led people astray. That's not where we want our kids. So let them craft their own vision, support their vision, even if you don't understand it, because at some point in time, it will make sense. Perfect example to close out with. I remember being a young person playing video games and hearing all the adults, get off them games. Them games ain't going to do nothing. Them games is dumb. Get Turn that game off. And now there's people who are making millions of dollars playing video games. Who would have thought it? Now, I'm not one of those people, but your child may be. So don't down it if you don't understand it. Lean in, listen, and help and see where it goes for the young people in your life. So I'm going to stop there. I am Brandon Jones. Thank you again for checking us out here at It Is Not Your Fault, a team mental health podcast. You can check us out in a few different places. The first place is my own website, www.jegna.org. The next place is shalettamakesmelaugh.com. That is shalettamakesmelaugh.com. And then also check us out on the Facebook group, It Is Not Your Fault podcast. Just search that in Facebook. Join us. I'll be putting these tips in the Facebook group, as well as other resources. So connect with other parents. Feel free to ask me questions there or anything else. So remember, it is not your fault, but it may be your answer. You may be the solution to what the young person in your life is going through. So don't stop and always support them. Thank you. Take care. To check out previous episodes of It's Not Your Fault or to learn more about Brandon Jones, log on to ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Hi, I'm Shaletta Burnage. I'm a media personality, podcaster, and a business owner. But my most important role is mom. Three of my beautiful kids have been diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. When I didn't know who to trust or where to turn, I found ACRA. ACRA provides home care services to families all over Minnesota. The care is not one size fits all. They know each one of my kids is unique. They listen to what resources we needed and what's best for our family. I've seen my kids grow and thrive with ACRA's in-home care. While autism is the most common diagnosis among ACRA clients, ACRA offers personalized in-home care services for people with disabilities, chronic illnesses, behavioral diagnosis, and mental illness. They work with children, adolescents, and older folks too. Find out more about ACRA at their website, acrahomecare.org. ACRA helps me provide my kids with a better quality of life. They can do it for your family, too. Children's Minnesota, the leader in specialized health care for kids, is here to raise awareness, standards, the bar, the stakes, the question, the curtain. On raising kids' health to the highest priority, kids need equal access to health care, more pediatric expertise, a voice for change. Kids need us, all of us. So let's Raise them up. 
Children's Minnesota, the kid experts. COVID-19 is still going around, and even a mild case can be serious during pregnancy. So what should you do if you're pregnant and have a positive COVID test? First, reach out to your doctor or healthcare provider. There might be treatment options they can recommend. That includes giving you a prescription for an antiviral drug you take in pill form by mouth. If you haven't gotten a COVID vaccine, it's not too late. Doctors say vaccinations are safe in any trimester but the sooner the better. Pregnancy can be a time of great joy and anticipation. So take good care so you and your baby are healthy. And congratulations. Do you worry that lead-based pain in your older home might be dangerous to your children or kids who visit you? Well, Hennepin County put those fears to rest. Hennepin County offers free lead tests and home assessments. If they find anything, eligible homeowners and landlords can receive up to $15,000 for work on the home, including new windows. The government banned lead-based paint 45 years ago when it was discovered that lead poisoning can affect development and cause permanent damage in young children. But 75% of those homes built before 1978 still contain some lead-based paint. As the paint degrades, it can make dust that little kids ingest when they're crawling and putting things in their mouths. So make sure your home is safe and hazard-free. Learn about testing and that $15,000 grant at hennepin.us backslash lead control. That's hennepin.us backslash lead control. You know Shaletta makes you laugh, but did you know Shaletta Brundage can also make you think and boost your business? Media personality, activist, and comedian Shaletta Brundage founded Shaletta Makes Me Laugh to celebrate and share the best of black culture. It's a podcasting platform. You can download 10 weekly podcasts hosted by African-American subject experts at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com is also a production house creating broadcast quality commercial content. And Shaletta and her team of storytellers create powerful promotional campaigns to get businesses the brand awareness they're looking for. Some of Minnesota's top businesses trust Shaletta, and you can too. Get out the word about your events and products and get in front of communities of color with ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. She's got the power to help your business. United Healthcare has coverage plans designed for all life stages, like the first job stage, the first grandkid stage, and that daring pink hair stage. With United Healthcare, coverage for any life stage may be closer than you think. Learn more at uhc.com.